Welcome to the Purposely Driven Podcast. Each one of us has a part to play in this world. Our strengths and our gifts make our communities a little bit sweeter. Join me, LaToya Guillory, as I interview community leaders, entrepreneurs, stay-at-home moms, and more. Find out what drives them to get up in the morning and fulfill the purpose God has for them. This week, I bring you Keisha Buto. Keisha B. Buto has spent her life using her personal and professional experience to positively impact the community at large. As a young girl with a heart for leadership, she felt destined to become a community trailblazer and continues to build upon her legacy while proudly serving her community with a keen focus on youth. Over her volunteer and professional career, she has mentored and taught vital life skills to at-risk youth enrolled in the 15th Judicial Teen Court Program. She also took lead as a summer program counselor at the Boys and Girls Club, served as a choreographer and coach of the Black Heritage Band and at Northside High School dance teams. Keisha Buto is currently the Chief Operating Officer of Girl Scouts of Louisiana, Pines to the Gulf, and has been employed with the Girl Scouts for 15 years. She hopes her contributions to the Girl Scouts movement will enable young girls in Louisiana to shatter glass ceilings and become trailblazers for their generation and every generation that follows. She graduated from the University of Louisiana at Lafayette in 2006 earning her bachelor's degree in political science and obtained her master's in business administration with concentration in project management in 2020. Additionally, she volunteers with Love Our Schools. She is a member of Junior League Lafayette, UL Lafayette's Master of Business Administration, and Our Savior's Church. She was recently honored as one of Acadiana's top 20 under 40 young leaders and believes it is her purpose to be a reliable source of encouragement and a beacon for those who need support in search of their own success. Keisha states, I am fortunate to use the blessings the Lord has given me to give back to others. Well, welcome to another episode of my Purposely Driven podcast. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Mrs. Keisha Buto. She is the Chief Operating Officer of Girl Scouts of Louisiana, Pines to the Gulf. Keisha, how are you? I am doing well, Latoya. How are you? I am doing great. Uh, You are doing amazing things. I was a Girl Scout way back in the day, and I couldn't wait to get you here on this podcast and just talk about what you guys are doing. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do and who you are? 
Absolutely. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me. I was so honored for the ask to be a part of this. Um, you've got a lot of big things happening on your end as well, so I'm certainly honored. Um, but my name is Keisha Buto, and uh, I was actually born and raised in Lafayette. And I like to say I grew up on the line between Doucin and Lafayette. So <laughs> small town, big town kind of girl. Um, <laughs> I'm a uh, mom. I have two kids. My oldest is uh, my daughter. She's 11 years old and my little boy is six. He is my forever baby. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a wife of Edwin Buto is my husband, love of my life. Um, some know him as Eddie, others as Edwin, but um, happy and proud to be uh, his life partner. And of, of course, first and foremost, first and foremost, um, a child of God. Uh, I'm the middle of three girls. And so I am that middle child. So I have two incredible sisters. Um, ultimately, I try to live my life to the fullest and embrace every moment. Um, for me, I have to be really intentional about that because I like to, I always have something going on in my head. So I have to try to stay focused and embrace in my moments. So like you said, I am the chief operating officer with Girl Scouts Louisiana Pines to the Gulf. Um, there I oversee operations. So pretty much the services that our members, our volunteers, um, and our girls receive, I oversee that. So I get to have the opportunity to work with the recruitment team and the team that brings in the girls, but also supports them. We have two retail shop locations. Um, so I have the opportunity to work with the retail department. We service 42 parishes. So there's a lot that goes on uh, in the Girl Scout world. Um, so we kind of got our name Pines to the Gulf because we're literally pine trees up north all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. And that's kind of how we got in our name. Um, additionally, I work with the customer service department, the program team, product program, shout out to that cookie program, right? The financial <laughs> literacy program, everyone knows about that. Um, but I'm so fortunate and blessed to be able to work for Girl Scouts and work for the mission. Our mission is to build girls of courage, confidence, and character who make the world a better place. And so um, I couldn't be more happy to dedicate uh, my time uh, to serve in that mission and to building young leaders for our future. So that's a little bit about me. That's amazing. <laughs> um, that I did not know that Girl Scouts had retail stores. Tell me a little bit about, talk about that a little bit. Yes. What are you guys selling there? <laughs> so we do, we have retail shops. We um, have two of them, one in our Lafayette office and another in Shreveport. And essentially what happens there is that we sell all of the products that supports the program, right? So if you see our girls and their cute little vests or sashes with their badges and their, um, you know, where they can display all the leadership skills that they learned across the way, that's where they actually go and purchase those items. We also have an online shop as well, but we have two physical locations where our girls can come in get their needed items, but then also just the little fun items, you know, when they go to camp and they can get little cute doodads to be able to bring to camp and uh, the troop leaders frequent it quite a bit to be able to get those badges because, you know, in Girl Scouts, the girls are on <laughs> badges and um, that's just kind of their their awards and in, in, in what they've done uh, throughout the year. So yeah, that's where they go and shop and get all the good stuff. Oh, that's awesome, man. They're so privileged. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have all this when I was a Girl Scout. I'm so excited for them. Right. I love that you were a Girl Scout. It's not surprising <laughs> since you are a leader yourself. So you are a good testament <laughs> to what the program can do, right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. If your girls are not Girl Scouts, go get them in Girl Scouts. Yes. It'll change your life. <laughs> yes. 
that's good. Yes. So you're doing a lot. You're chief operating officer, you're a mom, you're very active in the community, you sit on different boards, things like that. Tell us what is does a typical day look like for you? Oh goodness, typical. So that day can be, it can change from time to time. But I'll tell you if I feel like I have a winning day where I was able to get it all in or somewhat of what I was trying to do. So I try to wake up, I have the Bible app and that's one of my things that kind of helps to settle me when I wake up. And so I do um, a devotional where I'll just kind of choose a topic or a theme in that app and I'll do a little devotional to kind of get my day kicked off. Um, Over the past year during COVID really is what kicked it off. My husband and I, we do morning walks. And so it has been so good, not just for health and physical, but just for us to have some time to connect. So we'll get up probably about um, six o'clock, we try to get out the door and go just do like a 30 to 45 minute walk where we're just catching up because uh, I'm sure you understand with kids, you are constantly interrupted and you go back and say, well, did we make a decision on that? So that's our time <laughs> to digest it, get ourselves ready for the day. Uh, when I get back, I get the kids off to school and then my workday starts. And um, I work at my job is very typical in so many ways from an eight to five type job where I'm in there and, and working with the different departments and getting things going. And in the evenings, um, I just like to kind of wind down and sit around the table and enjoy dinner and um, find out how the kids day went, how my husband's day went, and just kind of in the day in that like family mode and space at eight o'clock. I like to get it settled down. Kids are in bed. So completely, completely rest. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the best time when those kids go to bed and you and your hubby can just kind of yeah. unwind and be you. And Right, right, right. Watch for this house. Shows. <laughs> yes. And for this house, my husband is goofy. So you just never know what a typical night is. Right. You just like really me. never know. <laughs> But it's okay because he's sleeping and we can be us. Right. (laughs) If there was anything that you could devote your life to, what would that be? I would say service to my family and my community. And, you know, like when I say that, I feel so blessed to be even able to say that and actually feel like I can do it. Um, and that I have been able to do that. So um, in our house, and and one thing that I try to live by is to be blessed, like, I feel like I'm blessed to be a blessing. And so that kind of helps drive me um, in my life and my dedication to it. So when I say community, I, that could be the city of Lafayette, it could be the community in the school in which my kids attend, um, just wherever I have influence or wherever my world is and what that looks like, is just to just to give service and encourage others and motivate others to um, achieve what they're wanting to do. And, and also not just in that, not just out in the community, but with my family, how can I service them? Um, people in my life, especially in particular, my family have given so much to me that if I can ever be of service to them, encouragement, support them in any way um, is to do that. So just really dedicating my life to some type of service and giving back. And I'm fortunate to be able um, to use the blessings that the Lord has given me back to others. And I try to do that on a daily basis. You know, that's part of my checklist. If I have to say, was I a blessing today? 
a lot of times I tell the kids before they leave out the door and now that they're getting older, they look back at me like mama, but I always, tell them, you know, <laughs> I always say when I'm waving off to them to get on the bus or to get to school, I would say, be a blessing. Cause I always try to remind them to like, not always think of yourself first, but like you try to find a day, a moment in the day that you can just be a blessing to others. That's awesome. One of the things we tell our son, KJ, uh, is, and Kevin came up with this, but be a leader, mm. you know, and, and what is a leader? Leaders do the right thing. So as you're in your school, be a leader and do the mm. right thing, you know, and, and being able to instill that in him at such a young age, because he's five, um, being able to still that instill that leadership in him even now is going to be so good for him when he grows older. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so good. It actually makes me think about the leader and me program that they have a lot of school. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. Like we can all live by that. I love that. You know, I love that concept of it. So that's good. Maybe putting that into my list. Latoya, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) So this is the purposely driven podcast. And the reason why I call it that, because I believe that we all have a purpose in our life. Um, We're all an important piece of the puzzle um, and we're incomplete without each other. Everybody has different strengths and different gifts and things like that. But if you had a definition of purpose, what would you say that definition would be? What does purpose mean to you? That's a big question. (laughs) It is. Um, I would say being intentional with your time being intentional with your time and fulfilling the reason why you were here. You know, uh, the word tells us that we were appointed for a time such as this. And there was a reason that we were put in this time. And so to live a life of purpose is to ensure that one, because I think we all kind of start off trying to identify what our purpose is, but one work to learn what we're here to do. Because I think we all can do a lot of things, you know, but we've been gifted with certain spiritual gifts or certain gifts that we're here to use out, right? Like to, to make sure that we are doing, they're, they're there to be coupled with helping us to fulfill our purpose overall. Um, and so when I think back about identifying purpose and kind of what that was, I used to equate that to position, you know, like, what was I doing in life? I've always been a very driven person, you know, to want to succeed. And I would, I would equate my purpose to my position. And once you realize that that is not necessarily the best thinking or faulty thinking, um, things like can really change for you, you know, is, is like, what am I here to do success? Yes, that's not wrong to want to be successful. But really, or am I being successful in my purpose? And I, um, I read this book back in 2013. It was a game changer for me. It was called What on Earth Am I Here For? And it was by Rick Warren. And it really talked about purpose. And it freed me because I learned that despite what position you sit in or despite what you do in life as far as your, your job or groups that you're part of, I, I learned through that process that my purpose is more so connected to um, sharing the good news and being a light and a source of encouragement for others. And you can do that in anything that you do in your life, right? In yeah. any position, you could be a volunteer, you could be a mom, you could be, you, 
you can really fulfill that purpose. And, and what does that look like? It can look different for everyone. But um, I get so excited when I say that, honestly, because it really freed me. It gave me a place to really identify what purpose really meant to me anyway. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, I can say, you know, what Girl Scouts gave me at 10 years old was the ability to see that I wanted to help people, mm -hmm. right? I wanted to... <clears throat> help people have a better understanding of who they are even at 10. And so I thought at 10 that my purpose was to become a social worker, become a lawyer, you know, at 10 years old, when in actuality, that wasn't it. And it yeah. wasn't until maybe this past year, these past few months that I realized that my purpose is not to be in social services, to be a lawyer or whatever. My purpose was just to help people win. Yeah, that's been my purpose for all of my life just to help people win, which is why I started this company. And that's why my slogan is empowered to win, because that's that's what I want to see. I want to see people utilize and recognize the gifts that they have within themselves so that right. they could win in this world. Right, right, right. That's so good, Latoya. And, I, you know, when I reflect on that, I think about it. I wonder if sometimes it's because of, um, depending on how you were raised, but I remember in my house, it was always, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, my parents uh, really believed in the concept of one generation better than the last. And so it was always, um, it was a given, you know, education wasn't a question in our house. It was an expectation. It was a given, mm -hmm. uh, even going on to college, it was just kind of what we were going to do. We never really questioned that. And so I think for me anyway, a lot of times it was, oh, I'm, I'm living a purposeful life because I'm heading towards this career, you know, and I think that our gifts pull us towards a certain type yeah. of career or purpose or plan, but it just can be so comforting because you, because you wonder, oh, if I'm fulfilling my purpose through this position, but you can realize that no matter where you sit, you know, like you said, like working in social work and doing these different things, you figured out how to make people win or how to help people win. And you can do that in so many ways. I mean, just think about your growth that you've experienced and how you could just kind of continue to build upon that in life. And I think Absolutely. once you find that thing, it's the key. It's the key to helping you get even further in your purpose and accomplishing it. Absolutely. That's so good. So where do you draw your strength from? Well, first and foremost, I, I, I draw it from Jesus Christ, you know, um, my time in prayer uh, and he just helps to settle me and helps to anchor me and, um, you know, strengthen me in those times when I certainly need it. Um, outside of that, outside of my relationship with God, I definitely um, draw my sense of strength from my family and my friends. They, um, they strengthen me they encourage me. They support me. Um, my husband, my parents, uh, my two sisters, I know that I can always go to them and they will pour life into me. They will speak positivity over me. Um, you know, they really inspire me and motivate me to want to do better and to be more. 
Um, my older sister in particular, her name is Tiffany. Uh, she is uh, wise beyond her age. And she is <laughs> certainly the one who, um, you know, I know I can go to and, and she's always there to strengthen me, lift me up and support me. So, um, you know, outside of that, that relationship with Christ, having those people around me, I think are truly just divinely appointed um, souls in my life that is helping me to fulfill my purpose um, and get to hear what I ultimately want to hear at the beginning of my eternity, which is job well done, my good and faithful servant, right? Like that is what I want to hear. And I'm just so fortunate to have people around me um, to help support me in that uh, ultimate goal, I guess. So if there was a scripture or a quote that you love, what would that be? I gave a lot of thought to that and I want to be I want to be honest on this one so I went through it you know there's a lot of different things that I've said throughout my life or quotes that I've heard but one of them that has really been my anchor has actually comes from my father Ted Broussard if you know my dad he has a huge personality he uh, is he's hilarious Uh, he's a man after God's own heart and one of the things that he said that has stuck with me for years is you can never go wrong doing the right thing. Mm. And it's, it's not maybe to some people what isn't profound and an extra special fancy statement or things um, or, or being said, but ultimately that to me, the simplicity of it was very impactful and it grounded me my entire life um, when I think about it, because it always helped me to kind of know which direction I should go when I'm facing the fork in the road or helping me whenever uh, the flesh is saying one thing, (laughs) you know, (laughs) to move in one direction. Um, It was always very grounded. And when I think about, you know, principles that I've lived my life on or favorite quotes, you know, I will always for, uh, for my life, hear my father saying, um, you know, that you never can go wrong doing the right thing. And so when I have that fork in the road, that's what I hear. That's what I go to. And that's just kind of what helps guide me through different situations in my life. I love that quote. I might have to start teaching KJ that one. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good one. Boy, it'll, it'll make you second guess the choice that you're about to yeah. make. <laughs> oh, yes. So maybe it was a good parenting tactic on his part. <laughs> yes. Tell him I'm stealing that too for my family. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could pass it on. <laughs> So, all right, Keisha, how can we find you? How can people find out what you're doing, where you are in the community, what's your handle, your Facebook handle, all that kind of stuff? How can we find you? Got you. Well, um, I will be honest. I took a slight hiatus from um, social media probably for over the last year, but I'm coming back. I was, when I was working on my master's program, uh, it was certainly just, I needed a little bit of space and uh, some, some window of margin in my life. Uh, But now I am back. I'm actually back. I'm more active. Let me say that. I didn't completely leave social media at that time, but I was not as active, but now I am active on Facebook. Um, But if you really want to kind of know a little bit more about 
me. I do post um, on the professional end or the motivation and encouragement um, more on my LinkedIn. I do hope to do a little bit more of that on Facebook. I just haven't um, gone down that avenue yet. But uh, if you want to look me up on Facebook, I am Keisha Buto is where you can find me. And on LinkedIn, Keisha B. Buto um, is where I share a lot of my um, thoughts on motivation or different things that I faced in work or just life in general. So um, that is certainly where you can find me. If you're looking for me uh, in the professional world or you have a daughter or know you yourself would like to volunteer in any capacity, uh, I do work again for Girl Scouts Louisiana Pines to the Gulf. You can visit our website. My contact information is there or we would love to see you just stop by into our office, drop us a message uh, via our, our website and we'd be happy to touch bases with you. It's awesome. Well, Keisha, it has been wonderful just sitting here and chatting with you and getting to know all the new, cool, fun things about Girl Scouts and what you're doing there and all your family stuff and all these awesome quotes that you're giving me for life. <laughs> Well, I've enjoyed it too. I'm looking, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's already time. So yeah, we were having a good time. We were just getting started. <laughs> well, listen, it was great. Thank you again for coming on here and just being vulnerable, being open to share who you are and allowing other people to get a chance to get to know the Keisha that I already know. Um, just thank you again for being here. Well, thank you. Same to you. This has been the Purposely Driven Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this podcast interview and I look forward to you joining me in the future. If you enjoyed the show, please give it a subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. New shows are posted twice a month for your listening pleasure. See you next time.